Thanks for tuning in to No Cap, the internet's dancingest podcast. I'm Jason Priestess. He is the legendary Tyvis pal. Buddy, it's March Madness time. I know, isn't it? It's so <laughs> exciting, isn't it? It's going to be some madness. <laughs> madness! <laughs> we didn't have it last year, man. It feels good. I'm not going to lie to have games today. Have the Buckeyes playing later today. Just, just feels so good to say that. It does, you know, the... You know, we we upset about the the Big Ten, but you know the good the thing is about that game, the Big Ten championship against Illinois, is that they show so much fight. You know, all for the past few games, you know they've been winning, and then in the last three minutes, you know that's when they kind of fall apart. <laughs> well, this was kind of like the opposite, where they were losing, yeah, but, and they show so much fight. So it's like, okay, y'all y'all know how to fight for things, so we could just put it together for for two halves. <laughs> we could just put that fight and just just finish the whole game like that man they you know what they might hold the trophy up yeah yeah i mean this this is a team they're never uh never a dull moment (laughs) (laughs) they definitely keep you on the edge of your seat boy you get your money's worth (laughs) yeah they do we are dancing we're happy to be here on friday you can find no cap on spotify apple Podcasts, and elsewhere and we're, again, we're so thankful for your continued support. Show keeps growing. We uh, would love to hear from you guys. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. And this will be a fun stretch, too, because, again, it's March Madness. Every team made it to Indiana. All 68 got to go there. I think, what, seven positive COVID tests out of, like, 7,000. So, like, a really good number there, too. That, that, you know what? In today's age, that's actually really good. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, vaccines in Ohio, if you're age 40 and up, like myself, uh, I'm eligible to sign up for a vaccine today, and uh, things are rolling out there well. I just, it it feels like we're starting to put some W's together, doesn't it? You know what? Slowly but surely, man, things are starting to go back to a happy place. You know, weather's getting nice in Ohio, man. You know, had a little rain the other day, but, you know, the sun's been shining. You know, it's it's been good, man. Smiles on my face. Well, I mean, that's every day, but, you know, life is getting, it's starting to feel like, you know, things is moving in the right direction. Yeah, and here's how confident I am. I am inviting you right now, you, (laughs) your lovely wife, and your daughter, to a cookout at my house on the 4th of July because we're cooking out, <laughs> we're cooking out on the 4th. I can feel it. I'm, I'm going to will it into happening. I tell you what. I, listen, I tell you what. They, uh, the Indians say that they're supposed to have a, uh, a stadium max capacity by July 4th. So you might. It might. It just might. You know, when everything opens up and we get through this mess, there's going to be some parties. <laughs> this yes, it is. <laughs> you, you're not, people have been waiting for this. Yeah, going to be you a whole bunch. My, my mother always tells me, you got to speak it into existence. It's power yes. in the tongue. So yes. you know what? If you say it, it's going to happen. For July 4th, everybody book it. We're going to be masked off yes. July, by July 4th. <laughs> oh, man, I hope so. I hope so. We got first round games today and Saturday. Second round tourney game Sunday and Monday. Bucks, you mentioned, man, they put a nice little run together to kind of, you know, in the Big Ten tournament, get a little momentum going because they lost, what, their last four games of the regular season. Then they went three and one and almost won the whole dang thing. So it was very nice seeing that. I feel very good about them. A two seed in the South region. Baylor's the one seed there. Bucks with the sixth overall seed in the tournament. Highest seed for this team since 2013. And they'll play uh, Oral Roberts, 15-seed Oral Roberts today at 3 p.m. at Mackey Arena. The game is on CBS. 
what's your uh you multiple screens how do you how do you do it man <laughs> when the tournament rolls around you know I, the thing is you know i, I pick some games because it's like it's so like watching these games it's so unpredictable and that's kind of like the excitement you just you never know like right every every year it's it's a team that nobody expects that just starts beating all the good teams it's like wow so you know at this time you know everybody's filling out their bracket and the thing about the, the the thing that gets me about filling out a bracket is that you can't <laughs> like you get you you start doing it right, and you go okay this team you know le- historically this team is good this team is good you know watch a little bit of it you know you might not watch all of the teams on the bracket but you're like okay this team's pretty good. And the first time you do it, you get to the final four, and it seems like you took every one seat, every one, <laughs> every number one seat. You got to go into the to the final four, and then you look at it like this is this never happens. <laughs> so now you got to go back and redo the whole thing. It takes you like six times to get the bracket. Like yeah. it, it, that's the excitement part. So for me, you know, I'm always just rooting on who I didn't pick for my bracket, <laughs> and once it goes bad, man, it's just. It's like every year, it just is, I take my my bracket, go ahead and ball it up, <laughs> shoot it in the garbage because anyway, it's gonna take one team that I got in the final four, gonna lose it all, and gonna mess the whole bracket up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> you could do like my wife, man, just pick the pick the teams with the coolest mascot names. I think that's how she rolls. And she a lot of people, that. a lot of people do that. They go off the team colors, team mascot. You be you be surprised how successful that actually gets you. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? I, I I try to put logic and thought into mine. I'll probably <laughs> probably miss twenty games in the first round. So you got you to do two brackets. You got to do one that's just ah. you know I'm thinking with my mind. The other one you got to go with your heart. And yeah. You, at the end, you see which one is strong. <laughs> I think you're onto something there. This this Oral Roberts Golden Eagles team, uh, champions of the Summit League. They got a guard, Max Asmus. Mm. Nation's leading score 24.2 a game, just six foot one. Really? Yeah, six one, one sixty-five. Not a big who dude. Th- who do you think he is? Steph Curry. <laughs> he can line up. <laughs> He's got a 42 and a 40 point 41 point game this year. Uh he played Oklahoma State earlier in the season and he outscored the projected number one overall pick, Cade Cunningham, 33 to 29. So this guy can light it up. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Gotta, you see how they do us, man? They always listen. I see. This is this why I like football over basketball. <laughs> see, this this the type of stuff that's scary. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because if he get hot, it's hard to stop one dude. Man, one dude can really win the whole game in basketball. See, in football, they, you know, it's a team sport. You ain't got to worry about that type of thing. Man, I. but you know what, though? The way I like the way that we've been playing this season, you know, our coach does a great job of uh getting a great game plan. He's definitely gonna find a way to shut this down. Ain't no way in the world. I Listen to me, right. book it. No, book <laughs> it. I take it to the back. This man dropped 40 points on us. I'm a no, I'm going down to I'm going down to Indianapolis myself. <laughs> it gets worse, man. They got a forward 6'8, 225, Kevin. Open or he's uh, eighteen point two a game. He's got a thirty nine point game this year. They could they could hoop, man. Oral Roberts leads all Division one teams with eleven point three made three pointers per game. They also lead the nation in free throw percentage. So, how is this team a fifteen seed? <laughs> right? I don't know. <laughs> they must be playing some really tough competition, boy. <laughs> They're not. I got your answer though. Here's your ready for your answer. Sheesh. 
they have the worst defense of any team in the field. Oh, we good. We could discredit everything we just said. They, they ain't Brooklyn. Who you think they is? The Brooklyn Nets? We good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, listen, not in this. You're not about to win no game, not playing no defense. <laughs> I don't know what you think this is. They can ball. They got some scores. They can shoot threes. They can shoot free throws. Hate playing defense. So, yeah. <laughs> Buckeyes open. <laughs> Buckeyes opened at 17-point favorites. Uh, I think right now they're 16-point favorites, so it fell a little bit. Nonetheless, man, ESPN's bracketologist Joe Lunardi is calling for the upset. He thinks Oral Roberts gets the upset. I'm not sure he's right, but uh, you know everybody gotta you gotta put it out there. Yeah, no, yeah, put it out there and make people think. What were we talking about last week? You brought it up, man. You were talking about how basketball one guy can affect the game way more than football and all these other sports. For sure. And if some... it, it ain't about to happen this game, <laughs> you're right. I think you're right. The odds are in OSU's favor, but man, if they if they if they go sixty percent from three for a day or something stupid, man, some bad things could happen here, right? It would be it be you know what? It'd be sad. It'd be a darn shame they go out there and lose this game. I ain't gonna lie, but I you know like I say, I think you know we got a great coaching staff, we got great players, and you know that this team step up, and that that I can give them a lot of credit for it when it's when it's time they step up and they always ready to fight for things to the end when they sometimes got, sometimes it look bad down the stretch but like them last couple seconds now they they, they fight they you know it's it's like they it's like they turn it on turn it off turn it on turn it <laughs> off and i they just got to play well for the whole you can't do that because it's it's too much on the line now like all the game all the jokes is over with we y'all didn't experiment it for all these games now y'all know the formula y'all know what y'all got to do y'all just got to make it happen yeah, yeah, and you're right, and Ohio State certainly got some dudes, too. Dwayne Washington, EJ Liddell, they got some guys who can score. Uh, should Ohio State win, they'll get the winner of number 7 Florida and number 10 Virginia Tech. Uh, Florida I don't like because they beat Ohio State in the NCAA championship once before and have beaten Ohio yeah. State in football, and I know you probably don't like Virginia Tech too much. So uh, Yeah, I can't stand them. <laughs> I'm not, uh, not on not on Michigan State's level, but you know it is what it is. I still to this day, to, still to this, I don't know how we lost that game. I really yeah. don't know how we lost to to Virginia Tech. It's really sad and it's it's, it's mind blowing that we lost that game. But you know it is what it is. You, you know what? Maybe if you didn't lose that though, you don't win the Natty that year. Who knows, right? Maybe you guys needed that, right? I think we would have been all right. Think you just, <laughs> just rather gone unbeaten and said, yeah, yeah, yeah I think okay. we would have been all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Eight of 34 ESPN experts have Ohio State in their final four. So, I mean, the Buckeyes got a shot here. They're a two seed. Uh, Big Ten has got nine teams in the tournament. Uh, slight favorites to win the whole thing is the Big Ten Conference. Six to five odds. Uh, West Coast Conference is second because of Gonzaga at three to two and Big 12 at two to one. Big Ten hasn't won the national championship in basketball since 2000 when Michigan State won it. That's yeah. that's, that's tough for me, man. Because this is supposed why to be they, the why? They, why I gotta be them that won it though? I know, but the, the Big Ten's the Big Ten's like the SEC of basketball when it comes, you know, in terms of conference strength and like how you not have a national championship in 21 years, right? Well, it's about to come to an end. I think you're right. The, the drought is over. Because it, there's so many teams out of the Big Ten that I could see actually win. I, I mean, we got us. We got, I, I like Iowa. Unfortunately, the team up north is pretty is 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 a decent. You know, they're pretty decent. 
uh Illinois, obviously. Yeah. They, you know, they beat us. Um I think Illinois is 15 and one or something, or last 16 something. Stupid. I like I like Purdue too. Purdue's tough. Yeah, yeah. we got a good chance now. We got a good chance. Who do you have in your final four? My final four, I have uh, of course the Buckeyes. I have I think Illinois. I don't have a, I don't have my sheet in front of me. Uh Buckeyes, Illinois, Gonzaga, and unfortunately the team up north. It's unfortunate. But I can see them losing. And if they do, it will, I, you know what? If the team up north loses in like one of them early, I wouldn't mind balling my my bracket up and throwing it away. Actually, it'd be a joyous reaction. You wouldn't be mad. Not at all. <laughs> Not, Not at all. all. I'd be like, you know what? Because it's my own fault. It's it's my fault for even putting faith in them, a little bit of faith in them. Like, I, they going to let me down. I know it. I know it. That's just what they do. So, yeah. watch. Watch what I say. Watch what I say. <laughs> Our next episode, it might not be the next one, maybe the one after that. But they, I'm gonna t- watch. They going to mess the bracket up. I know it. Yeah, yeah, there's always that, there's always that chance. Uh, you know what? It ain't too late. I'm a, nah, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Games have been played. I can't do it. I got uh, Ohio State, Gonzaga, Michigan, Illinois in my final four, too. So uh, a little bit of Homer, Homer love for the Buckeyes, but I think they can get it done. I saw this the other day. Odds of having a perfect bracket, one in 9.2 quintillion. So you're telling me, there's a chance. <laughs> right? <laughs> Wait, is 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 Warren Buffett still doing the uh the billion dollars for the perfect bracket? Uh, he should. I'll take it. I'm about to go submit like ten of them. <laughs> I think you have a better chance of winning Powerball than you hitting the perfect. <laughs> I, I, I looked it up because I'm like I'm like, what's a quintillion? That's not a word I see all the time. So the order goes million, then billion, trillion, trillion. quadrillion. And then quintillion. So it's a nine, a two, and 17 zeros. <laughs> so it, there's a chance. Yeah, there is a chance. There, there is a chance. <laughs> you got to think positive, Jason. You can't look at the negatives. There's yep. a chance. Yeah, I there's like a chance. That's all you need. I like your outlook, man. Uh, other good news today. Spring football starts today in Columbus. Something else we were robbed of last year. Kravis, what's that first day of spring football like? That's a lot of juice and a lot of energy. It's going to be a bunch of people flying around. It's going to be a bunch of mistakes being made, but they're going to be at 100% full speed. So it might be so fast that you might mess around and make a play and don't even realize that you messed up. But, yeah, it's 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 all fun. You know, it's the first time you get to go against the, the guys that you've been training against. You know, you've been working on new stuff with your mm-hmm. position group. It's time to get out there and see if the stuff works. I mean, you know, it, it looked good when you're doing it against your 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 homeboy and drills, but like, <laughs> let me see if this stuff actually worked, you know? Right, so, yeah. So you finally get to try the stuff out, and you get to see if that if Coach Mix weight weight room, you could take it to the field. You know, next, last year, they, the, the receivers might have been bullying the DBs. You might couldn't get off a block to save your life. This year, you might run through to the receiver. They might not want nothing to do with you. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a lie. What's it like? Is that, that that first day, is it in shorts? Is it in shells? Or do you no, remember? I, I, you don't even do shells in the spring. If, no, yes, you do, don't you? No, it's definitely shorts. It's there. You definitely gonna be in shorts. I'm thinking of the NFL. You, you do show. You do shells in the. Yes, you do. Yeah, it's uh. You start. I think the first two or three days is in uh just shorts, and then you know as you progress, as it gets up, gets going more, it goes in the 
pads, full pads. And then usually the last day of the week, that's when they do the uh, offense versus defense. And that that's the, them, them the days right there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that offense versus defense. Because the loser got to run gases after practice. All right. And, and I have you know, Jason, my four years at Ohio State, you know how many times I ran gases in the spring after practice? You're going to tell me zero? Once, I can think of it one time that we actually did. Outside of that, the defense always, because you know, offense obviously it takes it takes a while because it's about timing and they got to get the rhythm and all that stuff. Defense is just (laughs) you reacting to everything and you can just fly around and do whatever, so it's it's easier. But once that offense get that playbook and they get them plays in, oh, it's it's tough. What is uh, what's the talk like? A lot of chirping going on between offense and defense is. First day, yes, sir. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, throughout the rest of the, the the rest of the week, no. But on on them them uh all winner loser days, offense defense, yes. It's a lot of energy, a lot of juice, a lot of chirping going on, a lot of people calling out people. So it gets it gets real. I, I witnessed a lot at Ohio State. And how often are the winner loser days? Uh Probably like once a week. They're probably doing like every, probably Saturdays, whatever the last day of the week is. Okay. Yeah, Ryan Day met with the media Wednesday of this week. Okay. He he said something that I I just love how open he was with this answer. The first knee-jerk reaction coming off the season was, we we just got to start getting game reps, game reps, game reps, because I I was so nervous about not playing in games. But – the more I talk to our staff, we can't just jump into that. You know, we, we missed a lot of fundamental work and we have to make sure that we're fundamentally sound and our foundation is right before we just jump into those type of things. I just love how he had an idea and then kind of deliberated with his staff and came back with a better idea because, man, there's some coaches out there and you know this at all levels that get something stuck in their head and their ego is so big that that's what they're going to do and there's nothing changing their mind. But it's almost like he, you know, leaning on the guys around him that know a lot about football and coming up with a better option. Yeah, you know, that that will make him a, a really good coach. You know, he obviously he wanted to go out there. I mean, because the initial reaction is, you know, let's get these guys reps. Like, mm-hmm. you know, reps make people better. You know, the more you do it, you know, the better you'll get. You get to put more uh, situations in front of people. You see more uh, a player sees more plays. You know, they, they know how to adjust to it and all that. But then, you know, the thing that gets lost to- over the course of a season is that fundamentals go bad. And if you if you don't have fundamentals, I mean, obviously, it's a lot of stuff that you'll, you know, you'll miss out on. It's a place that your fundamentals can be the difference of whether you make a play or not. So, yeah, fundamentals is huge. And it's good that, you know, he caught himself in. The staff understands that, you know, fundamentals is really important. I think I uh, credit the uh, coaching staff when I was there, like even in late November, we were still doing fundamentals. <laughs> so it was like, you know, they made sure that, that, you know, your fundamentals don't start lacking as the season goes on. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, very good points. This is a, a group that did not really get a spring last year. They played just eight games in 2020, including postseason. I think 15 freshmen are on campus right now, 25 or 24 second year scholarship players, these are guys that need those fundamentals and, you know, especially for fans that that may be something they want to hear because, you know, all the angst and concern about the defense from last season. 
Yeah, especially for them. I mean, you know, fundamentals, you know, to the fans, it might sound like, ah, that, you know, fan, fundamentals, like, you know, they're in college. They should know fundamentals. Like, it should come second nature to them. You know, you at this point of their lives, you know, they should they should have fundamentals down packed. But you'd be surprised. Like, it gets sloppy over the over the course. So, you know, it's definitely something that's, that needs to be reiterated all the time and you know the the reps will come you know once you once they get the fundamentals down you know the the the, the reps will start increasing you know but you got to make sure you hit the fundamentals what is and as far as a safety or a defensive back what are some of those fundamentals what, what are we talking about here well for one you need to make sure your eyes is in the right spot you need to make sure your footwork is right footwork is like the number one thing for a defensive back footwork and eyes because if your foot your footwork gets sloppy you know it's like your your plan your plan and drive has to be crispy to make plays like you mm-hmm. you got to be it's got to be one two every time one two one two one two if it's one two three that you might not make the play so when you say fundamentals it's like working on your brakes making sure that your your knees is bent your chest is down you know okay. you're over your yeah like that type stuff and then when it comes to tackling that's that's another fundamental you know you need to make sure that your head is up you're making sure that you don't put your head in the tackle to get targeted you're using your shoulder you want to make sure you scooching towards it and you got your eyes in the right spot on the waistline so you don't miss tackles you know you want to make sure you back hit you back hip the ball make sure that they don't there is no cutback lane you know that type stuff those are fundamental things that gets lost over the course of the season you know people as the season goes on people want to make the big hits so now they running around and they just throwing shoulders in there not wrapping up you know not trying to go for the legs they going high you know those type things get lost over the course of a season because you know you get kind of lazy so that's something that you got to reiterate every day to make sure that every is still in on top of their mind and not placed to the back of their minds day also one of the things he said that was cool is he went to bat for justin fields in light of some of the pre-draft criticism we've talked about on this show where these analysts are saying oh he's locking in on one guy he's not checking down some of that stuff I don't really put much uh, stock into. Um, I think when you when you look at Justin's body of work, when you're throwing a Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, and some of the guys we have, um, and, and the first read is open a lot, I mean, that's not his fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason why we put certain uh, plays in. And, and if the, the first read is to go to Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave or, um, you know, again, we have a lot of receivers who are really good. Uh, and they're open. That's where the ball goes. That's exactly what we've been saying for weeks now, right? Yeah, you know, like I said, you got your playmakers on the outside. I mean, you got the best, you know, he's coming back this year. You got the best receiver in the nation this year. Like, if he's open, like, that, of course you're going to throw him the ball. Like, <laughs> if you can't stop the man, like, I can't help the fact. I'm supposed to look my guy off to throw a check down. Like, for what reason, you know? So, you know, it's not a lot of – he didn't have to check down a lot. You know, a lot of the times his playmate he made his he made his playmakers make plays, and they did. They came through in a big way for him. I mean, that's what you want, you know. In the NFL, it's a lot of times you want to throw the 50-50 ball and hope that your guy make plays. He throws a great 50-50 ball, so you can't be mad at him. No, they're they're hating on him for having great options. He's got Garrett Wilson and and Chris Olave all year. They're hating on him for getting these guys. Yeah, it don't make no sense. (laughs) I mean, hey, you know they got to you know this. They got to find something. You can't just come in and say this guy is just the greatest thing to slice bread. You got to find. You got to nitpick and find something wrong with the guy. And if you're telling me that 
The, the only thing that's wrong with guys that he didn't throw a check down, but he was making home run plays. Oh, we'll take that. And twice on Sunday. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I don't get it, man. You're right, though. These guys will, will try to find things. And some of it's rumors and some of it's false. And it's just like a game of mental mental mirrors here. But uh, we got some some police news to talk about with the team this week. Oh, boy. It's been a while, man. I feel and, like. And you know what? They've been doing good, man. Yeah. <laughs> They've been doing good. But yeah, here we go. Safety Marcus Hooker, younger brother, of course, of Malik Hooker, was. Uh, the new for, number 23. Yeah, where's your number, man? Yeah, he was arrested Saturday for uh, basically police found him asleep in his car in a McDonald's parking lot. Mickey D's on the late night, huh? He did. He uh, he was <laughs> he was unresponsive. He had uh, foot on the brake, but the car was in drive, and he's asleep, which is probably probably not something you want to do. You know what? You know what the problem is. I'm gonna tell you why. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't drinking or nothing like that. He had a double quarter pounder, Jason. That's, and that's you know it. When, you, when you eat it, that's if you it. eat the whole thing, you'll go to sleep. He had the itis, so he went to sleep after that happened. It ain't, it ain't got nothing to do with no alcohol. <laughs> uh, we'll find out. He, he did refuse to take a breathalyzer, so he's uh, he was hit to that at least. And poli- police had to rock the car to wake him up. And that, that Mickey D's will do it to you. Right? Come you in the <laughs> man, you are you are going to bat. You'll go to bat for any twenty three, won't you? Yeah, man. <laughs> Put out these false narratives. My man had a he had either a Big Mac or a double quarter pounder with cheese, and he went to sleep after he ate it. All right, all right. I'm in on that now. Uh, it's the second. Uh, he'll be arraigned later this morning, Friday morning. Here, it's the second DUI or OVI charge for Hooker. The summer of 2018, he was picked up for a DUI in his home state of Pennsylvania. That was uh, the summer before he arrived at Ohio State. Um. Ryan Day said that, you know, Hooker is suspended indefinitely and will let the legal process play out before making a decision. Your thoughts on, I mean, is he, is he just kick off a team type thing or is he good? I mean, what, what, what what's your gut? Uh, all jokes aside, you know, I hope that it, I hope that the best things, you know, he gets some help because obviously, you know, yeah, it's just, it's just like he made poor decisions, you know, you know, in this day and age, you know, it's if he was drinking, you know, it doesn't you don't have to drive. You know, it's you, it's so many things you could do in college. If you live on campus, you could walk. You could. They got Uber, Lyft. They got all these options. So it's like, you know, it's just kind of a, a immature decision, you know, mm-hmm. to, to even go out and drink and drive and put yourself in that situation. And, you know, it's one of those things that he probably just didn't think it through. You know, he probably thought, you know, I didn't. I'm not too messed up. You know, I didn't had a couple. I probably can make it home type thing. And it just turned out bad. And that's kind of what the problem is with, with a lot of people that gets DUIs. You know, they they think that they're they're good. They think that they can make it, but right. they don't understand that like that's that could be deadly like to some people. Like, you know, it's yeah. a lot of a lot of people get hurt over this type of stuff. So, you know, luckily, you know, he was good enough to have his foot on the brake and while he was asleep, which is amazing in itself. But, you know, I, I, I pray that he gets himself some help. You know, I, I hope it's like not one of those things where, you know, it's a, a huge problem moving forward with him. You know, hopefully this is, you know, the second time wakes him up. You know, he's like, man, maybe I need to stop 
drinking period you know like this right. is like you, i want to do something with my life like, i want to play football on the next level you know and if this is an issue like it's gonna it could prevent you from getting to the next level you know if you get kicked out of a place like ohio state absolutely for this reason, you know so that's just one of those things that you know you just hopefully you get the right mentor in this corner or somebody to talk to him i mean if he wants to talk to me i you know i talk to him you know hopefully malik talks to him you know get some on get him on on the right track because this could jeopardize a lot for him in the future so you know hopefully you know he get things right yeah i, I agree fully with what you said and i uh i was young and 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 did things that were dumber when I was younger. I, I still do dumb things just to this day. I mean, not, <laughs> nothing like this. Thankfully, it's just more dumber things around the house. But, uh, you know, I hope he does get help because this is the second one. And, yeah. you know, you know, the first time, you know, first time is kind of like, OK, you made a mistake two times. You know, you you might got a problem so you right know, we, you know hopefully you know how and ohio state's good at that you know they might they'll see the issue and they might be like you know we're gonna get you some help even though you might not even feel like you need no help you might be like i you know i just made another mistake but it's just like no we're gonna make sure that you don't make this mistake again because like this is it's fatal it could be fatal so let's let's nip it in the bud right now and i hope that you know they get that help for them yeah same here and you you, you mentioned it man we live in the golden age of food delivery <laughs> like especially, this. especially with this COVID going I around. Know, I, I know. I know they stocks that went through the roof. You can get anything delivered right now. There's no reason to drive out to McDonald's after you've had some drinks, if that's the case here. And again, these are alleged. He's gonna he's gonna have his day in court and all that, and we'll see what shakes out. But uh yeah, I hope he gets the help you you mentioned and 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 gets it going because uh big opportunity and big, you know, higher state's a gift in this sense. It's 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 a it's a very nice audition stage for the NFL, and you don't want to sure. you don't want to kiss that goodbye, if you, you know. Yeah, especially over something that's you know it's 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 very fixable. You know, it's not a it's not something that you know it, it can be a huge problem if you let it, but it's something that can be easily fixed with just Lyft, Uber, get a designated driver, anything like that. There's, there's so many options, and now in today's age, that can avoid you from even doing that to begin with. Yeah, yeah. It's hashtag Ask Tyvis, your chance to ask the world's coolest dude questions about Ohio State football, the NFL, food, bad jersey numbers, the meaning to life, or whatever. Tweet us at NoCapAllPod or email us at NoCapPod at 11warriors.com to have your questions answered by Tyvis Powell on air. Got a fun one this week for Ask Tyvis. Question from Kevin M. Wants to know, does Tyvis know who <laughs> Fong is? <laughs> he was my dorm mate and my roommate my senior year at osu yes you know i do know who that is you know he's you know the thing about him his story is so uh is he got a very interesting story so for one i think it was like it was like 105 to 120 teammates on my team and he was one of the ones that was there, you know, when we won the Natty. And I kind of know everybody, you know, after you spend so much time with these guys that right. you, you kind of know everybody's name <laughs> after a while. So, yeah, you know everybody. You know, and Fong was one of those ones who were uh, – you just – you know, you get – as a player, as a college player, you know, you get, you get so caught up in, like, you got a coach that is, expects a lot out of you. You got, you know – the pressures of performing well in games you got you got uh you're trying to make it to the next level you got to make sure you do everything right 
and you kind of lose a little bit of the fun of the game, you know, because there's so much pressure on you, I would say, to be to perform well. Where where Fong came in, you know, he was a scout team player and he had so much fun at practice, man. It was just like he would come in with a, with a positive attitude. He was just ready to work and do whatever it takes. You know, it was it was times where, you know, they even made him go play offensive line. You know, we down. We need we need you to come play offense or defensive line. It didn't matter. He would do it, you know, because he just enjoyed playing football and being around a group of guys that played the game. And, you know, you kind of lose that you, you kind of lose that mindset. And, you know, it's good to see people like him because it's guys like him that reminds you like football is still fun. You know, they coming out there, you know, they joking around, having a good time. You know, it's, it's, it's contagious. It makes you joke around and have a good time. And I, what a lot of people don't realize about football in college or the NFL and even in high school is that the importance of, you know, a scout team player, you know, that they are the ones that study the other team almost to the same degree that you have to, because they have to mimic what you're going to see and they got to do a good job of, and it prepares you to do well in the game. And, you know, it's just having guys that took it serious like him, man. It was like, we really appreciate him. I don't know if we, I mean, I don't know if we would or would not have won a national championship without guys like him. So, you know, of course I know who he is, you know, he's, Guy who he was a wrestler in high school, played JV. I think his mother actually was in the James yeah. uh, facility. I think she had might may have had cancer. Um, mm-hmm. he didn't he he didn't really want to play sports in college, but he had a younger brother I think who actually was huge in like soccer and wanted to get a scholarship scholarship. So he told his mom one day that he wanted to try out for the you know Ohio State was having tryouts he probably he didn't think he would get it you know he was like you know I'm gonna just go for it you know the worst thing they could say is no to me and and lord behold he ends up getting on there so yes I know him and I know his story very well you know he was a very good dude I wish I would I wish I had to I don't know what he's doing nowadays I'm, I'm pretty sure whatever he's doing he's doing probably amazing because the guy was a genius so we got to get him on the show we definitely got to get him on yeah, the show. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, if you're listening or if you know Chris Fong, let's uh, put him in touch, get him on the show. He said, you said it, man. He's got such a cool story. He was a walk-on at OSU from you know the Troy, Dayton area. Never played a snap of varsity football in high school. Gets on this team, and he's got a national championship ring. Ain't that something? Guy's got a ring. Uh, that's pretty cool, ain't it? <laughs> that, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Good. And you know what? People will be like, you know, he he didn't do anything to deserve a ring. Yes, he did. He came out there and he grinded out there in them practices and he did all the, the mat drills. He did all the stuff we had to do. So he was very deserving of that ring as anybody else that got it. There was a famous forum post on 11 Warriors back in 2015. Somebody was watching, I think, a spring game or something. And they just created a post that said, "Who is Fong?" And it got like ninety comments. Member of his fam- members of his family chimed in and, and registered on the site and commented on Eleven Warriors about it. And and family members eventually made T-shirts that said, "Who is Fong?" that they would wear to the games. But yeah, truly a, a cool story. And uh, like you said, I'm sure he's uh, doing something and living well right now. But we got to get him on. We're, you know, what? I'm gonna make I'm gonna make that happen. I'm gonna try to get him on the show here in the next couple of weeks. And let's uh, do it because <laughs> you those guys are you know. All the work they put in, like you said, to mimic and to give you the good looks and practice from your opponents and hardly any appreciation. You know, there's yeah, man. Hey, people just don't know, man. They are just as important as the starters, man. Yeah, good dude. 
Uh, Nebraska got roasted on Saturday. Did you, <laughs> did you see this? I'm always here. G- gather around. We got to roast Nebraska. For a <laughs> People do it to the. They be doing it to themselves. So they did sometimes, here. Sometimes, sometimes I don't feel bad for them, but let's see what they got. Let me hear. Yeah, this is definitely self-inflicted, man. On Saturday, <laughs> reports emerged that Nebraska was looking to back out of a September 18th game against Oklahoma. This game was set up for the 50th anniversary of 1971's Game of the Century, which featured number one Nebraska and number two Oklahoma way back then. So reports are popping out on Twitter Saturday morning saying, hey, Nebraska's trying to get out of this game with Oklahoma. (laughs) And Nebraska wasn't saying anything, so Twitter said some stuff. And Twitter quickly found some old quotes from, not old, even five months ago, quotes from Scott Frost (laughs) saying, you know, this is back when they wanted to play. And he's like, we'll play anyone, anywhere. He literally said, if Nebraska has to play a game in Uzbekistan, it'll play that game. <laughs> it, it Twitter's like, not like that though. Not not Oklahoma. So listen, they, yeah, they make it. You got to stand on what you said. Now you you to put it out there. You got to go ahead and stand on it. <laughs> the yeah. crazy thing is, I wonder how that world found out that they was trying to get out of a game. Yeah, who leaked that? Was it Oklahoma? Yeah. Did Oklahoma catch wind? I don't know. Either them or it was somebody who was an inside job. <laughs> Man. Yeah. They got it was it was a good six hours of clown clowning on Nebraska on Twitter. And like there were like dozens of tweets that had me in stitches man i'm looking like man I, i'm glad that's not my team because they're getting destroyed right now that was self-inflicted man it, it was so uh hours later nebraska athletic director bill mose put out a statement saying they would play the game what they were trying to do is because of covid they lost some money like all these athletic departments have he was trying to get a home game and on their schedule instead to get some money in and this and that but they will play the game so they took all these blows. They still look stupid. They still have to play the game, and Oklahoma's still going to drop like 50 on them, right? Okay. Sooners are going to be a top-five team. They're going to be Spencer Rowley. They're going to be a good team. Nebraska, yeah, they'll be a top-five team to start the year. Nebraska will be, you know, Nebraska, a team you don't know how good they're going to be. Maybe they're good. They probably won't be because they don't seem to be lately. So took all that beating on Twitter, and they're still going to take a beating on the field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You never know. They might pull, it might be an upset. They might pull it upset. Maybe, maybe. I mean, to me, it just looks like they signed up for an extra beating, one on Twitter. You know, like, like give me, give me, add, add another beating the one we're about to take oh, on. I the just field. Say, might as well just play the game and let it be. Right? It is what it is, man. <laughs> Every year can't be a great year unless it's yeah. Ohio State. You know, it's totally different. You compare an apples to oranges, though. Yeah, I thought that was good. Only other small item we got to talk about this week. Uh, I'm a Coach K hater, man. I do hate Coach <laughs> K. I freely admit to hating That's Coach sad, K. Though he's such a he's such a uh, a well accomplished coach. You know, he, he's he's so is Dabo. They're both they're both. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. See, now nah, you ain't gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> Coach K is a more nah. artic- he's a more articulate Dabo. That's all he is. That's all he is. <sighs> Lies. I feel like Coach K is more liked than Dabo. Man, I feel, he, he, I feel like a lot of people don't really care for Dabo. No, what what you when was it like what 2016 NCAA tournament? He's over there chastising a player from Oregon after dude splashing threes, knocking Duke out. Yeah. And reporters are like, Hey, were you chastising this guy on the other team? It was Dylan Brooks from, from Oregon. And reporters like, hey, you chastise that dude from another team. That's not your place. That's the coach's place. So, you know, don't do that. He's like, I never did that. And then like two days later, like, hey, Coach K. 
here's video of you chastising. <laughs> He's like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Like, come on, dude. Lied. Like, it wasn't a lie. That feel. was he a little, lie. He told a little feel. Fib. All right. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know what it was like at Ohio State, but I think a general rule in sports is coaches don't like it when other coaches yell at their players. Like, that's For my sure. point. It's like having kids, right? You, you don't want no one yelling at your kids but you, right? For sure. Yeah, that's just how life works. So Duke is out of the tournament. They missed the cut for the first time in 26 years. This that, is a pr- that, that, that warms your heart. Huh? Oh man, I'm so happy. This is a team. <laughs> they started the season ranked number nine, man. And and their last three recruiting classes, 2020, 2019, 2018, they finished third, third, and first in the country. So it's not like they have bum players. That's Duke. They got good players. Hmm. Well, it, you know. It, sometimes it don't make you know Duke's problem is is they they can't build their program because it's a lot of one and done players so like the star is gone every year they gotta depend on a new star and sometimes yeah. some people that come there is advanced and sometimes people need time to sit and you know that's what it is uh, you know what I agree with you 100% because Kentucky's facing some of that heat right now too you know Man. these are two programs that have done well with the one and dones but every now and then the one and dones just catch up with you yeah, it, it can it can put a hole in your your program for sure. Sure, that's can. why that's why they probably about to do away with it, man. <laughs> that's why our kids are starting to just not even go to college. Sad too. Yeah, le- leaving the degrees on the table, man. Free degree, just leaving it. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough spot, man. I mean, some of these if if you're a if you're a number one pick in the NBA draft, like, and you're getting a you know a huge deal it's going to pay you 12 million dollars a year like maybe you don't need a degree you know yeah okay man i wouldn't say everybody because there's a reason that every lebron didn't go to college but he went and got his degree didn't he it's <laughs> a reason that everybody goes to get their degree still you know who doesn't have a degree who bill gates oh my gosh he, he, he dropped well, he, out dropped he out of harvard started started microsoft he came up with a mastermind plan too. Mark Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook dropped out of Harvard, doesn't have a degree. I don't know. I'm just, you know, I, I got you. Yeah. So you're saying the degree is overrated. Is that I'm what not you saying, saying it's live overrated. on the air. Live no, on no, the air. No, you said no, 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 <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. I have a, I have a son who'll be going to get his own degree at some All point. Right, <laughs> I'm just saying it's not needed for everyone. Most people, yes. Not yeah, everyone. You got yeah, you gotta have a uh like Le- LeBron does, LeBron doesn't need a degree. He why, got it he, though. Why but, he go get it then? But why is he need, what why does LeBron ever need a degree? Business. You know, he wants he to, can learn all he can hire a professor to live with him. Do that? Why do that? You can do it yourself. Yeah. I get I mean I, I get the I get the angle of hey man, I want the satisfaction uh, of, of, of earning this. I get that. I appreciate listen that. Listen to me. Leliana Marie Powell is going. She I don't care. She she I would love for her to go to Ohio State, but she getting a degree of some sort. What I if she gets care. a full ride to Michigan State? Huh, we have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about that. that. She ain't gonna do me like that. I know she ain't gonna do me like that. No, no, sir. <laughs> I, that's a tough spot to be in right there, you know, because I think, you know, side, side, uh, side story has nothing to do with that. I think Duran Grant's father went to Michigan State and Duran went to uh, Ohio State. He yep. put his father in like a tough spot. Well, look at the Borans. Yeah, they in a tough spot, too. They they, their old man went to Michigan, right? Yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> and, and the oldest born started his career at Michigan and transferred, which you hardly ever see that. He made the right. He ended up wise enough oh. making the right decision. You know, he super smart. 
<laughs> he started off, you know, he just wanted to be like his dad, you know, and then, you know, he finally was like, you know what? Things is better over here. It's, this is a different day and age, you know, this is not 1996 anymore, you know, it's just over with. <laughs> yeah. Oh, buddy, I'm with you. Here's how important education, here's how important education is in our house. If my son, he's only nine, so he's got some time, but if he got a full ride to Michigan, mm. And he wanted to go to Michigan. I say, well, good luck at Michigan, man. Like, go get that degree. Go, go have a successful life, man. I mean, I'm going to mm. clown. I'm going to clown on his team, you know, about 12 times this, every fall. But, uh, you know, I mean, I don't you know. know what, and you know what? I mean, this has nothing to do with nothing on this show, but I meant to tell you about this. <laughs> and I got it. I got to say it while it's on my mind, because if I don't, then I'll forget. Uh-oh. I got to applaud you. So yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, I'm uh, me and Lauren. We tell Leliana we're going to uh, Dairy Queen to get some ice cream. This, like I said, this has Did you get a cake. Did you get a cake? No, I didn't get no. Oh, cake. come on! I want. I wanted a blizzard. But anyway, right. <laughs> anyways, like so, we get the ice. Uh, we uh, at the drive-through about to get the ice cream, and Lauren, and the line was wrapped around the corner. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and Lauren is on Twitter, and she starts reading this tweet. She goes, uh, "What are the top five Disney movies of all time?" And oh, she, the people would list out the top five Disney movies. And I said, immediately after she said it, they left the Lion King off. I said, the list is flawed if the Lion King ain't on there. How do you know? It was EJ Liddell that started that, right? Listen, I don't know. And yeah. I don't know. All I know is she tells me that this man named Jason <laughs> corrects the tweet and says, the Lion King, and I forget what, the, and the Ratatouille, that's what you said. So yes. I said, that man got good taste in movies. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Say, right? no, he ain't going to have a Lion King on the list. That boy crazy. Yeah, it was Buckeye uh, Power Ford EJ Liddell, man. He, he did not have the Lion King. And I think it's because he's, you know, he's what, 19, 20, maybe? He young, huh? Man, he he's going to have to work he, the Lion he, King. He, he gotta, that's that's too gotta, good. You know what? He probably watched the new version that came out. You, know, you got to watch <laughs> the animated one. He watched the bad one. Yeah, because, see, they left out some some really important uh, learning, experience, uh, learning pieces on that new one, you know? It was like the one where... Like I said, people, this has nothing to do with this show, but it's a great learning point. <laughs> he goes, so uh, Rafiki hits symbol with the thing. He says, what you do that for? He says, it doesn't matter. It's in the past. <laughs> he says, Simba says, well, it still hurts. Rafiki <laughs> says, yeah, the past can hurt. But the way I see it, you can either learn from it or run from it. He swing the ah. stick again and Simba Simba. Duck it. He ducked the stick. He said, aha! See, yeah. it was a great learning yeah. point. Like it was, they didn't even put that in the new one. I said, oh my goodness. That was like like my favorite learning point as a kid. Yes, lots of good stories in that in that film and Disney movies in general, man. But yeah, EJ Liddell, he shorted the Lion King and uh, he's going to have to have a big tournament to make me forget that. We got to talk to that guy. Yeah, we yeah, do. He, he don't know he don't know. No, he, we do. <laughs> Hey, it's time for Wax Stories. You know what we do. Tybus shares an epic story from his days as a Buckeye, bringing you inside the nation's premier college football program. So this one has to do with it. I got to get this guy on the show because I I need him to confirm this. Well, I I don't need him to confirm. He's not going to confirm it because it's (laughs) it's bad. It's bad on his part, but it's the the truth. And it, it if need be, I will go back to Ohio State and pull this film up. So anyway, <laughs> let me let me let me set the table for y'all. So it is my sophomore season at Ohio State. Okay, mm-hmm. 
I had reassured it my freshman year. So the next year, you know, I'm playing. Like, I got to play now. Like, it's time. And, you know, Ohio State at the time had this thing where we like to run big nickels. Like, our nickel back was 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, you know, Orion Johnson ran it. Then after yeah. OJ, after OJ left, it was me. I will be this new starting nickel. Okay? Spring goes. I do well in spring, you know, do everything I'm supposed to do. So we get the training camp, you know, the freshmen coming in. So we have this big, this big time safety we recruited out of, out of, where is he from? I think he was in Georgia, man. I don't know where the boy from. Anyways, I know he's from Chattanooga, but that ain't where he played football at. His name is Von Bell, okay? Von Bell is the this big, this big time, I think he four-star, five-star safety recruit, you know, supposed to come in, come in, make an immediate impact. Vonnie football, Vonnie yeah, football. Yeah, Von. So, all right. So if y'all don't know, when you get to Ohio State, you know, they put the black stripes on your helmet and then right. they assign you a big brother. So I had the honors of being Bond's big brother. You know, Tyvis, you're going to be his big brother. You know, you make sure you he's comfortable and he's acclimated and all that. Okay, cool. We get out there. <laughs> we get out to practice. All right. Now, Coach Myers' favorite drill is the circle drill. Now, the circle drill is very, very intense drill. You know, it's like, two seconds like you about two not even probably two yards apart you come in whoever got the inside hands win you drive each other back blah 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 okay very intense drill a lot of juice a lot of energy a lot of juice all right so <laughs> it's bond's turn to go okay mm-hmm. so i'm up there as a big brother you know i'm like bond this is what you need to do you need to make sure you get your hands aside make sure you dry your feet blah 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 you know keep going go hard as you can all right <laughs> So I walk away. I walk away. I get back in the crowd. You know, I'm, I'm, I step back. I want to see. Yeah, he, he, I want to see who he going against. You know, and let's you see told how he you, do. You yeah, gave you, know? you gave you gave your son some advice. Right, you step you back. Know, yeah, let yeah. me see how he do. Right. Okay. <laughs> how about this, Jason? <laughs> they say fine. Who you want to go against? <laughs> he said. I want to go against Tyvis. He did you like that? That's what he did. Jason. Oh, man. So, so listen, now I know what this is about. See, now the thing about Tyvis, y'all, is that I ain't stupid, okay? I I know what's going on. I see, I, I can clearly <laughs> see the writing that be on the wall, okay? I know what this is about. Vine plays safety. He want to play nickel, you know, but I'm the start nickel. He's the backup nickel. So he want to go out there. He want to say, I'm better than the start nickel. You know, he, he probably coming just, at you right yeah, away. He probably the red, my clipping, he probably the red and like, oh, Tyvis did all this i'm better than him he ain't nothing type thing all right cool so you know <laughs> that turned me up i said okay I, like because i know what you're trying to do you can't you can't play mind games with me you can't slick a can of oil jason all right so i'm like all right let's do this so line it up jason i ain't never i have never strapped my helmet up and bit down on a mouthpiece so hard <laughs> when i tell you jason i tried to bury this dude <laughs> to the to the oh my god jason i did him bad it was terrible I didn't get, I ain't gonna tell you that I pancaked him because I didn't, but I drove that man from Cleveland to Columbus, Ohio. Okay. I had that, oh, I had him Lord. on skates. Ah, uh, yeah, it was, it was bad. I did him bad. So they say, you know, this a fluke. You know, let's do it again. That no, we can't let that happen. You know, this is fine. It's the five-star mine. This is just a little three-star type of pile. Why we ain't gonna let this happen? Line it up and do it again. I said, bad. I got, I see, I got red. I got blood in my eyes. Okay, blood. I don't see nothing, y'all. I'm like completely blacked out in this moment. I he didn't, he didn't woke up a sleeping giant. You don't do this to me, not me. Okay, <laughs> so we line it up again. What you think I do? 
try to I tried this time. I tried to take him past Cleveland. I tried to take him to Cincinnati this time. <laughs> Make a long story short, he never called me out again. It was over with. I won that. That, that never happened again. And like I say, Bond's gonna deny it. Bond, if you listening, you know what really happened. If we if you don't want to come on the show and, and admit to it, whenever you do. I will go get the clips. How do we get clips? How do we get those? Oh, I go do you go down there to the Ohio State, you go talk to them, be like, yeah, I know y'all still got clips from uh training camp, and that would be 2013. 2013 training camp. You know, if, if you still got it in the archives, I need to I need to see a couple of things. Yeah, I they feel like pull, he, they gonna pull it up, and then I'm boom. Let's, here you go, right here. <laughs> here, you go right here. <laughs> I feel like you got to give him a deadline. You got to get like 48 hours to acknowledge it. If not, we got to roll the clip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get him on the show. I'm gonna bring okay. him on the show, and yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring it back up, and we, he, I'm gonna let him tell his side to the story because you know it's two sides to a story, but. Listen, America, why would I lie? Like, I if a guy beat me, like like Cardell, I went against Cardell. Cardell dogged me in the, in, the, in the circle drill. But Cardell's like 100 pounds more than me. So, he, yeah, really he's, a, he like a, he's a OT. <laughs> yeah, I was like, OT. Yeah, I was like 200 pounds. Cardell was like 300 pounds. He's so <laughs> <laughs> a big dude. Man, that's fantastic. Yeah, we got to get Vaughn on, man. The list is growing. We got to get Fong. We got to get Vaughn. We got to get some other dudes on here soon, man. That's uh, be a lot of fun to talk to both of those, too. Yeah, we definitely gotta man, hit my boy up, man. My boy texted me about a month ago. I gotta, I gotta see if he I, he ain't got he ain't got no choice. He owes me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's get him. Let's get him and have him acknowledge uh, getting getting skated on all the way down. <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's a tough pill to swallow. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure it is. To, it's hard to admit that somebody got over you, but it happens. It's a game of football. It happens. Yeah, everyone everyone gets theirs, man. Everyone gets theirs. Like I said, cardio dog me. It's, it is what it is. But it was an unfair match, you know. The person right, yep. that I like to go against the most was Mike Thomas. Me and him was kind of evenly matched. He was about the same size. It was always a you know. It was never a. You never knew who was going to win that one. I, Mike was pretty good. Uh, he he won his fair share. I won my fair share. I think I actually went against him to get my stripe off. That's neither here nor there. Oh, but, you know, just okay. That's a good good little factoid, man. That's pretty cool. It's going for three, our weekly roast of the Michigan Wolverines. This is how we always close the show. And we got to, you know, we're going to talk about Ohio State drinking Michigan's milkshake, man, in the Big Ten <laughs> tournament because I drink your Milkshake. I drink it up. Wolverines, man, did all this talking all year. Beat the Buckeyes at home. They won the Big Ten regular season crown. Were the number one seed in the tournament. But they're heading into March Madness on a losing streak thanks to Ohio State's 68-67 win in the Big Ten semifinals. Wasn't it great? It was amazing. It was amazing. It's what we needed, man. It was a, a good team that just seemed like they just was top notch, top dogs, and we go in there and we do that. So it, you know, this it builds a lot of confidence for Ohio State because you know it's like you know we show up and we play well against the good teams. You know, probably the toughest competition that they're gonna face. They've already played. You know, it's right in their own conference. You know, so yeah, that's the good thing. They got the experience of how to play tough teams, and you know they play them fairly well. So you know, it was we. A lot of confidence, you know. Team up north, like I say, they're gonna probably get bounced out in the second round. I won't be shocked. America, don't be shocked. Uh, Just be like Tyvis Show told us. He show said it. <laughs> man, I hope you're right. They're a pretty good team, like you said, though. Uh top seed didn't even make it to the final day. Dwayne and EJ combined for 42 bucks out, shot him, out rebounded him. A little closer, man. It was a lady bucks were up eleven in the second half, but nine turnovers from Ohio State to just two 
for Michigan made it really close in the waning seconds. But, you know, we don't we don't care about the waiting minutes or seconds at this point. We care about <laughs> the fact that Ohio State got that dub and sent Michigan home from the tournament a day early. Oh, yeah. I'm tell- I am told Leona we won by 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to do that, man. The, the story will grow. They were never in it. They were never close. Yeah, they we were never close. worried. Yeah, <laughs> we had no, They had no chance. The ball was over as soon as it got tipped off. The game was over when it got tipped off. Yeah, so I love it. We love it. Buckeyes beat Michigan when it mattered, and that's how we're going to close this show. We're probably back next week for – Hopefully in the heart of March Madness and uh, Ohio State's still playing. we got some things to talk about on that front. We'll definitely talk about spring football next week. Again, thanks for joining us for this episode of No Cap. We'll catch you in seven days.